In a world of magic, mythical heroes, savage beasts, and servants of the dark powers, one couple will regale us of the tales of their journeys through the mortal realms. Coming this season to a path of glory near you, this is the Dudes of Sigmar. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. Hey, dude, can we chat? Can we chat from the traditional territories of the Claytlay today? Yes, we can. All right. So, guess what we're chatting about today? <laughs> I, um, my 3D printing? No. <laughs> Northern Ways GT. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing tournament. It was so much fun. I can't even begin to say how... You know, there were so many people, great turnout, 42 people. The organizers did such an amazing job. It was such an amazing event. I um, I think we hyped it a fair bit over the preceding months, and all of the hype we um, talked about, I don't think, did the final event justice. It was uh, spectacular. Uh, huge shout-out to the TOs who put it together. Um, things ran flawlessly, and it was the little things, like the... Um, Josh or Grayson running around saying, "Can I get you a drink? Can I get you a coffee?" Oh, that was amazing! That was frickins. And like we pulled Josh in a few times to say, "Hey, does does this meet the? You know, can you measure this?" <laughs> uh, and <laughs> did just I like get my charge? Bringing a food to the table. Yes. Oh, the, that was amazing. The mountain of swag we got. Yes, it, absolutely. Uh, the enormous prize support yeah. and. And Robin Miller, oh my gosh, they were all so amazing. And Conan, like, just thank you so much, tournament yeah. organizers. I can't wait. If uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you didn't make it to the 2023 Northern Wastes GT, uh, find someone uh, in the know and do what you need to do to get tickets for next year because it is a spectacular time. Yes. Oh my gosh. I just couldn't stop thinking about it today. I was all excited and I still can't stop thinking about it and yeah I'm I was just it was so exciting I can't wait to start talking about it so what we did at the event was we did do some live recordings we did yes a lot of guests and that will be a special podcast that we'll post after this one this is just going to talk about um, our gaming experience and then we will um, post that as a special podcast yeah for the most part I didn't I was super concerned they may not come out just because we were recording in the midst of you know, 40 yelling yahoos. Um, but for the most 42. part... It, yeah, 42. <laughs> for the most part, it uh, worked out. There's one that might be a little soft, but uh, I think you'll get the idea. Yeah. All right. So shall we start with... What do we want to start with? How we did or go through each game? Um, gosh, I don't know. There's so much to talk Let's about. Let's start with each game. So you and I both had a grudge, grudge match. Grudge match, yeah. And then there was the belt match. So we'll talk about the three. Kay. So well, my belt match, or sorry, my grudge match, um, I had a, that was Justin. Yep. Justin, you know, challenged me. Uh, he challenged the dragon lady. So being the dragon lady, being called the dragon lady, I had to order a dragon lady costume. Oh, yeah. And you had your killer which costume was on. was my uh, mother of dragons. So yep. I was dressed as uh, Daenerys Targaryen and I had my little dragon on my shoulder. So that was a lot of fun. And... So I played Justin, and the first battle plan was, oh my gosh, I can't remember the first battle plan. Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. It was a battle plan. It was, oh, lines of communication, wasn't it? Yes, it, no, the pulse. The oh, pulse. the pulse. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, it was because it was Ray. I yeah, it was absolutely. Okay, all right. So we um we started playing, and I knew that Justin. I guess he was talking a lot of smack the night before because we didn't actually make it to the barbecue. Oh because yeah, we didn't. Yeah. So anyways, I heard he was sm- talking smack. I was so nervous for the first game. I think my heart rate was up just like I would be working out at the gym. Mm. And I was excited. I was nervous. And Justin was nervous, too. It was funny. And we both had our wigs on. <laughs> we were, it was so much fun. He wanted to kill my general. My Lord Arcanum on a Griff Charger was the target by his... So he's playing Selvan F. And his Kurnoth hunters were coming after my Griff Charger. I thought about it. I thought, where am I going to deploy him? But you can't hide from those Kurnoth. So anyways, when we got to the point where, you know, he came down, he came behind behind my Griff Charger, and he got the charge, because he's only five, you know, it's oh a yeah, five yeah, inch. Yeah. Yeah. And he whiffed. And I rolled amazing for Griff Charger. I think I rolled like fives and sixes. It was amazing. He survived. Like he made the he made the charge. Though. He made the charge. Okay. But when he was fighting, uh, he must have whiffed hard because he's got six hunters. Well, he didn't put all the hunters into him. <sighs> and Justin, Justin, yeah, Justin. Yeah. So, anyways, um, and then the attacks kind of they didn't go his way. So Griff Chargers got eight wounds, and I think he took. I don't even remember how many he took, but he didn't die. And then, of course, then, you know, you do heroic recovery, and then he's got healing light, and if I roll eight, I get D6, um, you know, yep. mortal, I can. Uh, so anyways, he survived, and then I was able to charge with the Fulminators, the Dracolines, and um, I think Karazai might have been in there, so too. I, I, let's just stop here for a sec, because... I don't think your list was getting a ton of attention prior to the tournament. No. So should we talk about what my list was? Or yeah. Do you do you want to talk about the secret sauce in that list? Okay. So the secret sauce in my list. So I'm just going to review my list again. I know everyone's heard this a gazillion times. I have eight units. I've got Karazai. I've got two Griff Charge Lord Arcanum on a Griff Charger. One is very beautiful with a very beautifully painted base, and one is my general. I've got. My battle line are two units of sequiturs and a unit of fulminators. I've got three. I've got uh, reinforced dracolines, and for a total of six. For a total of six, and I've got a chariot. So, what's the secret sauce in that list? The celestial lightning arc. The, those, <laughs> those dracolines. Um, so when I charge in, I don't do impact. I don't do mortals. I just have a lot of attacks. So now that um, the, you know, I can have six. The coherency rules have that changed. Made a big it's change. A lot of, yes, that did because now I can have more cats fighting. But usually, it's I find it's a little difficult to get all six of them to fight because yep. you don't get yourself all the way around um, your enemy. But when you have that arc, it doesn't matter if you're all six of them are in um, surrounding the model. Yep. The arc is the lightning arc. Within and three I inches of that unit. Yes. So what I usually try to do, because there's six of them, I try to make sure I engage another unit. And then I can decide after all of my attacks. Which are not insignificant. And we live in the Horfrost era. Yes. So after all those attacks, 
I go in with the ARC on another unit. And I can decide at that point. I don't have to make all those decisions ahead of time and say, Until you know what? Until after you've fought for exactly. the first time. So I fight and I think, you know what? And I did that with, um, in well, in game five, but I can get there when we talk about that. But that's the secret sauce. Like my list was not getting a lot of attention. So um, that's... A and those, and the grift charges, because um, I forget, I think we're on the BC uh, Discord channel and somebody was asking, how do you get your um, battle tactics? Like, oh. do, you, do you struggle to get those? No, absolutely not. Okay, so what's your so first one generally? Generally, if I'm playing against a high magic army, I don't do the magical. Um, I don't, don't try miss. to do. Yeah, exactly. So I, do, I won't do that one. I'll try to save that for the end. Um, so I try to kill some of the spellcasters. Um, the other one I usually do right away is, you know, um, I'd have to pull more out than in. Yeah. More out than in. And then the edges, those are so easy to get for me with my army Yep. and having Karazai and the Fulminators as my hero and battle line. Yep. Those ones are easy, but I do have to remember not to kill the, um, totally <laughs> obliterate that unit, yeah. exactly. And then I've got, and then I can also uh, do a couple of my book tactics now. I can do kill a monster. I can do um, kill a unit of 10, 10 models. So there's more battle tactics I can do with my list. Okay. So I find that this general's handbook um, allows me to get more of my battle tactics. However, um, if I don't do lead into the maelstrom and those ones where you're charging or yep. uh, retreating and then you charge, I have to set those up ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, then I can run into some issues near the end. But generally speaking, you had pretty good luck with getting those. Yes, I did. Should we just talk about my score first and just get no, it no, out no, of no, the we'll way? No, 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 we'll get there. Okay. So you beat Justin. I beat Justin, and Justin, amazing opponent. And um, it was that was probably my most exciting win because it was a grudge match. It was a challenge. And I just felt a lot more relaxed after that. It was like, you know what? I got my one win, and if, any, if I don't win anymore, that's okay. <laughs> this is the one I had to win. Uh, my grudge match was against Ray and his Sylvaneth. Um, he had, I think, two Durthus, two or three big trees, um, and some heroes and kind of a smat, I think one unit of summoned dryads. Uh, again, on the pulse. Um, what killed me was, I believe it was Oakenbrow, their glade, which allows those trees to fight at full force right up until they pretty much die. And I had charged in to try and um, I'd hoped to smash one, if not two trees, right off the hop. And I got, got two trees down to, like, two wounds left. And for the love of Slanish, no matter what I did to those trees, I could not finish them off. Um, they, were, they, they dribbled along at two, three wounds. It kind of healed up for the rest of the game. And because they were open-browed, they were fighting it. Uh, full ferocity. Um, and in the end, it turned out that Ray had more bark than I had bite, and he prevailed. Oh, I like I, that line. Right? Uh, I've been <laughs> yeah. working on that. And I was <laughs> off to the loser lounge after round one. Yep. So, um, so dude, lost first game, Roma win first game. Okay. All right. Turn let's two. Turn two. So I played against an amazing opponent named Calvin um, Osterdahl, and he was playing Seraphon. And he gave me these amazing wedges as well, three-inch wedges. Widgets. Widgets. Oh, really? <laughs> widgets. You got some for me? Yes, they're okay. beautiful. 
Oh, he also yeah, said sure. that um, the company also makes. Um, oh, he showed us those sweet ass yes, battle mats, the yes, custom battle mats. Yes, custom battle mats. Uh, oh, custom yeah. battle mats. So I'm excited to put in an order there because everyone knows. Let me just pull I it love out. to shop, so I will be ordering some. So, anyways, amazing game. I had so much fun. I have to say, all my opponents were amazing. Mad Goose War Games. They do custom um, m- uh, markers, like. Um, um, objective markers. Um, so it was Calvin had some, and they were absolutely phenomenal. We'll be getting hold of Mad Goose in the very near future to get some printed up. He for even got some for forty k. So yeah, they're fin- yeah. yeah they do forty k and Sigmar, so they're phenomenal. Mad Goose, uh, um, Mad Goose. Sorry, I want to get this right. Mad Goose War Games. Nice. So Calvin had a uh, Calvin played Seraphon. So I've played against Jesse with his Seraphon. What I find is that Seraphon lists can be, obviously, you're going to have a lot of different kind of games. So um, my experience with Seraphon wasn't quite the experience I had with Kelvin. He had a very strong magic list. And it was one of those lists where I just sat there and thought, I can't dispel anything. (laughs) 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 So it all just happened to me. And I experienced Croak for the first time. So in that game, we were, um, that was the, I did lose that game. Um, There's a lot of good learnings from that. That was limited resources. So. So uh, I like that um, scenario, but it's a bloody good thing. I would have suggested uh, it be the first game, in fact, because I I don't think I had a single drink on the first game. I might have only had one for the second, but it's a lot of math. If it you're is a, a lot of beverages at a yes. tournament, let alone yeah. stone cold sober. Yeah, so I had to make sure paying attention. I don't think I always played it correctly. Like I think there is always that little bit of not fully understanding. Um, I didn't realize that if I had the objective, and then someone took it away from me, and I took it back, that it didn't doesn't reset matter. The clock, yeah. It didn't reset. Yeah, so that kind of threw me a bit, um, and then. I did it. I was so excited. My one Fulminator made the charge. Karazai made the charge. I killed the unit. And I did. I don't think this has happened to me before where I've done that battle tactic and I've actually killed the unit. Oh, you pulled a ray. I pulled a ray. And I didn't realize I pulled a ray because I was so excited. And Calvin says to me, oh, you just, you didn't get your battle tactic. I'm like, what? My jaw drops. I was like in shock. I didn't realize what had just happened. And he's like, I would have liked my, you know, my unit to have survived. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Because it, that hasn't happened. And I thought I had to make sure that my battle line and hero stayed alive, right? That's what I was focused on, mm-hmm. that they don't die. And then I'm always in combat within three inches of another unit usually. It's never just one unit. So anyways, um, that wasn't good, but what a great game. He was such an amazing opponent, and it was tight in the beginning. I think that for myself, um, the first couple of turns, it was easy scoring points. I didn't deploy. I didn't bring down from the realm right away. I waited until turn three. I should have brought them down turn two, so I learned from that, mm-hmm. that I hadn't set myself for my next battle tactic, and then I was relying on charges, and I don't like to do that, so... Yeah. Anyways, shout out to Calvin. Great opponent. It was one of my favorite games and it was amazing. I'm a little jealous. I play, I mean, not that our local folks are bad or anything, but I was kind of hoping to like meet, like play against some new people. I certainly met a ton of new people. Um, but I played all local folks. Um, 
so my game two was against Scott with his 18 Bulgores. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So Scary. Yeah, I and I had watched, I've seen 18 Bulgores play before, and it's a little bit horrifying. I think I might even play against David's, David's 18 Bulgores, but nonetheless, I had a, I knew what was coming. That's funny, because so you played limited resources. That's when we practiced. Yes. Scott and I before the tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I knew it was coming, and it it unfolded. Um, and in I don't think it could have unfolded any better for Scott. He uh, walked through two units of my screens. He lifted uh, just about 600 points worth of stuff off the table. And uh, in one of those rare moments of foresight... I had placed the Keeper of Secrets where I thought he may end up. And sure enough, he did. Uh, and thanks to the way that I tooled up the Keeper of Secrets, he could pile in six inches and fly. And he did. He piled in six and flew right into those Bulgores and went to town. Um, he feasted on some Kobe beef. How many? Because uh, he can put out a lot of wounds. So it, I forget what the actual ratio was, but at the end of the day... Um, after the battle shock roll had been made, there were no more roll gores. On the table? Of that unit of nine. Wow. So that was um, kind of an amazing bloodbath. I can only imagine the, the carnage that would have been sloshing about in the field in that particular spot. Uh, so we'd both traded some hefty points. Um, but at that point, having survived and taken nine off the table, I was... Uh, I wasn't feeling, I felt like I had a chance. I'd weathered the worst of the storms. Uh, and sure enough, it, uh, the dice uh, favored me. I had um, done enough terrible things at some point in my life that the depravity dice were swinging my way. And Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Because, um, you know, I like to deny you those. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, everybody, everybody denied me. I had so much difficulty trying to get those, um, my grand strat. I think I may have only got it twice. Wow. For various reasons. And usually getting um, 36 depravity is not a terribly hard thing, yeah, but I could exactly. not do it. Everyone Either has I to was cooperate. wiped off off the table before I got them or whatever happened. But great game against the cows. Um, you know, I think I, I felt good about my deployment. I think that's what saved me there. So thanks very much, Scott, for the game. Nice. So round three. So I this is the end of the day one. No, it's not. We yeah. haven't played turn three, game yeah, three yet. This is the last game of the Yes, one. last game. Yes. And so my third game was against Nathan, Peter, uh, Nathan Pater, and he plays Nurgle. And oh my God, Nathan is such a fun guy. Like he, he, he just is. smiled through the whole game. And so this was interesting for me because, as everyone knows, I've complained about Nurgle for a long time because I've played against Nurgle so many times. And Andrasa took a beating from the Great Unclean One so many times. So it almost felt like I needed to really get that Great Unclean One. Sorry, sorry, Nathan, but there was a little bit of... Um, I was looking at you and I was looking at your Great Unclean One and I'm thinking Damon's Great Unclean One. So anyways, um, the battle plan was lines of communication. Yeah, okay. That's the one where you decide, you pick a phase. A phase, yep. That didn't work for us. I, I tried to go turn two... And I'm like, okay, well, first I'll pick the hero phase. And I'm like, well, that was there was no point for that. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll pick the combat phase. Well, 
we didn't have a lot of combats, especially turn one, you know, because there's a few turns where you don't really get to. And then I picked the charge phase, and that that did help me. But it wasn't the one that where I would choose to necessarily go second, just to yeah. decide that. So no, anyways, I, we were just pretty much, um, I was going it second. It just felt like a normal game. Yeah, it did. And I did, I did really well with that one. Um, I just want to talk about one moment where I was picking a battle tactic and I had, there was a great unclean one ready right there in the middle. He doesn't move fast at all. So after playing against fast armies and armies where units just come and deploy somewhere, here I'm playing against this slow moving great unclean one. And I thought, I can get him. <laughs> so, so then I, um, I charged with Karazai. I had 11 wounds on my chariot out of 12. He, I moved him and then charged and got a tenant charge. I don't know how that happened. Rolled 10 dice, did some mortal wounds. And then Nathan rolled, he unleashed hell, I think. Yep. And nothing happened to the chariot. Oh. I rolled the six, whatever I needed to roll. And then he did a monstrous rampage. And rolled a one. Oh no. The chariot, the one, the 11 wounds on that chariot survived. And of course, I charged with my drac lines, charged with my fulminators. So then I had to make a decision. This battle tactic was it has to be killed by Draconith. So it can't be killed by the, um, by the drac lines, it has to be killed by the fulminators or Karazai. So now I'm like, who's going to fight first? Who do I think can actually do oh, this? Yeah, so because ones. the fulminators charged and all-out attack, they were able to kill the, lift the un great unclean one. So then I took a picture of um, all my units around it, and Ray came by, and he's like, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> what unit was in the middle of that mess? That was really exciting. I think for that one, um, when Nathan missed the charge with his uh, Glotkin, yep. that changed the game. Because had he got that... You know, you miss a charge, and that's happened to all of us. Yep. You miss a charge, and it just changes the game. So oh, yeah, I got a similar story. Yeah. All right. So that was my amazing game three. So I won that one. Uh, Nick, um, getting ahead of myself. Game three, I placed uh, played against Nick Schumnauer and OBR. Um, fuck OBR. Nick the dick. Uh, oh, my gosh, dude. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick was, was, and he should have been smiling the whole game. He was smashing my face in. Uh, and line of communications was a joke. As I what think it, Nick always smiles. He, yeah, he, he really. And he had his company. Um, oh, yeah, he had all his great Amazing uh, table product. set up. Yes, amazing. Yeah, too bad he plays such a douchebag list. <sighs> Dude. <laughs> that was and that wasn't even the worst OBR. Like, he'd kind of, like, done his own spin on it. That was rough. That was a. That was a rough game. Yeah, he just. Um, the little damage I was able to do, he just healed or regenerated. And then again, uh, when I'd offer him to private, he's like, no, I'll take the mortals, whatever. I'll just heal him back. So I think I, everyone uh, was on it. You know, they're not going to do that. I, and I, I couldn't get him. So I wasn't doing like I just and I didn't want to fight him because those have big skeletons are just murder trucks. Have you thought about changing your grand strat? So, yeah, OBR, it was a, just a, <laughs> no, because I really need that. I need okay. 36 depravity, because when I, when I burned them to summon a great uh, new keeper against um, um, Raymond, 
that didn't help. No, I need I need a five up word save. Right. Like I no, need I mean five it's fine word. to get your thirty six depravity, but do you think you'd want to change your grand stat grand strategies just to ensure that you get it? No. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so um, yeah, he. I think he tabled me in turn three. It was a oh, savage wow. beatdown. Oh wow! Okay, so you day day one you had one uh, win and one two, and two losses, yeah. and I had two wins and one loss. And I just wanted to add in there that um, Nathan, playing against Nathan was so familiar, and it felt like just a relaxing, fun game because mm-hmm. I was so familiar. Whereas playing against Sylvaneth and Seraphon, I felt like I really had to be on. And really, I mean, I had to pay attention to everything. So get this. After playing against Calvin and killing the unit that I charged, I made sure that when I played against Nathan, when I charged with my hero in battle line, I charged with another battle line, with another unit. Yeah. So that if I killed one of those units, at least (laughs) it would be okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I did that. Um, we didn't make it out because. Um, oh, and Nathan gave amazing, um, gave me some amazing widgets as well. Oh yeah, dice the guys. dice guys made yes. some sweet ass. So thank uh, you, and Spencer gave me some too. So thank you guys. Yeah, the dice guys, guys are, are great. amazing. Yeah. Um, we didn't make it out. I was a little disappointed, but I was so bagged and whatever. For the social. Yeah. yeah. So before we go, jump into. Day two, the belt match. So David and Michael. Yep. So David and Michael fought hard, but uh, Michael kept the belt. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we've got we've got that interview. So yes, so that'll be, be upcoming. To to that. Yes. Day uh, two. Day two, first I, match. I was a trooper. I wore the costume again. You did, and it was an amazing day. And who did you play? I played against Andy. Andy Selwell. Oh, I got another out-of-towner. I'm yes. so jelly. And he plays Kale, so Caradron o- Overlords. What oh, an yeah, amazing yeah. game. That game was tight. It was neck and neck. So much fun. And it lasted three hours, so we actually finished the entire game. And it was so interesting because in the beginning, I was denying him um, his battle tactics. He's yep. only scoring ones. Never give up. Because he came back hard. I That was the game where I missed a charge. And it changed the game. But at the end of the day, um, my my amazing Lord Arcanum on a Griff Charger. I love my Lord Arcanum on a Griff Charger. Which one? Pulled through. My general. I love them both. <laughs> but my pretty one is to get out there and do stuff. And my general is there to get me my... My grand strat and heal units and heal yep. himself and That's keep so alive. That's so frustrating. And go get me objectives because yep. he can bop around everywhere. I know Conan used to bug me and say, why do you have him bopping around? Swap him out. No. He won me all my games. Yeah. Right. So the one game I lost, he that was the game he died. <laughs> uh, you know, I agree with Justin. I, I would love to just catch and murder that thing, but I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever caught it. I think... Focusing on him is not going to win you. Nec- Getting um, him after you've killed a lot of other things is fine. That's a pyrrhic victory. Yeah. That's one of those, you know what, as long as I kill this one unit. Like, your keeper secrets. If I can kill that, I'm like, hey, I just won. I don't care what the score is, but I just won. I won in my head. <laughs> so my first game of day two was... Oh, oh just sorry, I didn't finish that. Oh. So um, it ended up that... Uh, Andy was trying to kill the 
Griff Charger and only got him to six wounds because he has a five upward save. Yep. And he survived. Was that the and one where you rolled all those fives? No, that was against John. Oh. So, um, no, it was a five and five sixes. Sixes, yeah. Yeah. Um, nope, that was, so he survived. So our score, what we would have been tied, but I got my ground strat with Griff Charger and um, then I won by three points. So that was the tightest game that I played during the whole tournament. Um, what an amazing experience. His army was painted really beautifully too. It was all uh, the beautiful blues. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, really nice. Great I, experience. I looked over at one point and you weren't smiling very much, so I wasn't sure how the game was going. It so. was serious. Yeah. Okay, so just to add one more piece, my big guns were dead. It was my, it was three sequiturs, my griff charger, and one drac line that I'd rallied, and then three drac lines. That was all that was left on the table for me. And they won it for me. <laughs> so at the very end, my big guns were gone. So it was a lot of strategy at the end there and thinking about how can I get the most points out of this. Ring them out of those little dudes. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, the sequiturs, you know, they don't fail. Me. They haven't failed me either. They've been doing really well. Usually there's always a sequitur left on the table. Yeah, they're pretty resilient yeah. little buggers. Yeah. So that was my game and I won. So that was excellent. So how was your game four? Well, it certainly didn't go three hours. Um Against Taylor Annis, and it was a mirror match against um, Slanish. And, and didn't he have Bellacor? He did. Ooh. So funny. Um, and huge shout out to Taylor. Uh, he handled the total failure of Bellacor to do anything with infinitely more grace than I handled my Keeper of Secrets uh, waiting in on turn one. And uh, I. I I, I've been thinking about this quite a bit. In retrospect, I, th I think I picked the wrong target for the charge. I should have fired in, and I know. Um, oh, I that was power flux. That was the battle plan we played. Right. Yeah, power flux for turn four. Um, I know that many of my games are won or lost by uh, what my bliss barb archers are able to do, and um, the I should have fired the keeper's secrets into them and just started rolling up the flank, um, right to left. But I didn't. And I went in after his contorted epitome, and I rolled three ones with the claws on the <gasps> charge. Not even to wound. Like Ouch. Op opening swing. Uh, and I just sucked the wind out of my sails. And for the rest of the game, the only person I was fighting uh, was me. In my head, I was just dealing. That swing had knocked me so hard off my game that uh, I was just desperately trying to make battle shock tests in my head every single turn to stay in that um i think old me would have conceded that game probably after turn one um the new the you. new me hung around and i only ended up uh rage quitting uh when i had three i think bliss barb seekers left on the table and no, slick, was slick blade seekers oh. it doesn't matter oh, okay certainly wasn't five i know that yeah but you played a few turns which is uh, important and at that point, Taylor charged his whole army, and he was the the bloodlust was up, and he was ready to deliver to the coup de gras. And I'm busy lifting models off, and I snapped one of the uh, blade heads off my uh, slick blade. <gasps> and as that plastic snapped, I I felt something in my head go right with it. I just put that model down. I looked at the broken piece. I said, "Taylor, I got to give this to you." I said, "I'm good. I'm done. You got it." And it was just, it was literally the 
the plastic blade that broke the camel's back. And I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> like it, went, it didn't matter. I mean, yeah, I think he had one more model to take mm -hmm. off the table. But uh, it was, in retrospect, kind of amusing. And I was so um, discombobulated at that point. I'm like, I just got to go get some fresh air. And people kept talking to me. And I'm like trying to put away and not, not be a total dickhead. And, uh, and my face was cramping from plastering a smile on it the whole game while Taylor was kicking my ass. And I just, I'm like, just let me get some fresh air. I'm going to go, I'll get to walk this off. And people kept chatting with me like, hey, how'd your game go? And I'm like, you really need to get the fuck out of my way. I need some fresh air really bad. And so I'm smiling and trying to get outside. And it was... Uh, but it was good. I, I think the ma the victory for me, for me there was the fact that I finished the game. Good uh, for you. I think old me would have chucked that one in. Um, probably tried to sh shove some dice down under Taylor's eyelids or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, he uh, completely outplayed. But it was funny because, like I said, Bellacore did absolutely nothing. I thought Bell I thought that that's how you lost. No, and I had to make this something? like I I had to do uh, let into the like into the maelstrom because I didn't have great options my first turn, and so I needed I needed the keeper and my seekers to make a ridiculously long charge, and he bellicored the seekers. I'm like, oh, this is problematic, and he failed to stop him, and the seekers just went in and fought his. Um, Fiends, which turns out are pretty unpleasant. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was turn four. Bit of a bad beat, but uh, game, game four. Game four. Yeah. But uh, there's one more left. Let's see what we can do. All right. So I played against John Harder, and I played Seraphon again. So having learned from playing Seraph against Seraphon with Kelvin, and realizing that you know what, I just have to bring my guys down and just get in there and attack and alpha strike or whatever I need to do. Yep. I didn't alpha strike, but I did bring them down earlier, and we were neck and neck right up until I think the turning point. And again, he was trying to kill my general, and there was one point in the game where he got him to six wounds, and then it was my turn, and of course I did heroic recovery, and then that healed one, so now he's down to five, and then rolled an eight while I used my primal dice and yep. uh, healed d6, and rolled a five. Oh. He was down to zero. And uh, poor John, he, he wasn't feeling good at the end there. He had a migraine and wasn't feeling great. But he's like, where'd all his wounds go? And I said, he healed. <laughs> like, that's that's healing light. Like, that's that's amazing. Healing light with primal dice? Yes. Is, is a very big deal. Yeah. Because if I, roll, um, if I roll it, like the spell, it's D3. But if I roll an eight or higher, then it heals D6. Yeah, that's phenomenal. So, so at that point, I was able to, um, we were back and forth again. We were tied right up, and I think, until turn four. Turn four is where stuff started happening for me because he did Merciless Blizzard. He got that off, killed my uh, one of my Griff Charges, the pretty one. and um, Damn you, John. Do you know how much work I put into that? But then he had, I forget what... Um, which one it was, but anyways, he was in the corner, and I thought, wow, I can reach him with my Draculines. So then I went in, charged, killed that unit, put my arc into his, um, he had the salamander um, unit Oh, is that the big thing that has the two-up save? No, that was different. That's oh, the one the that only, you can only kill it with mortals. Yeah. So that thing took me a while to kill. So what I kept doing was 
had to do the mortals. So the chariot did some mortals. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah, okay. And then the ark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the ark I is put the, the perfect arc, tool for that. Yeah, so I put the ark into that and then killed that. Um, and then Karazai went in and... Um, did Karazai do mortals? No, but he went in and um, did the train, like killed him. Oh, yeah, stomped on his train. Stomped yeah, yeah. on his train. And so that helped me quite a bit. And... Um, yeah, it was it was a great game. We were again neck and neck, and Griff Charger survived. Damn and Griff so Charges! I won my last game. Honest war gamer wondered why you had not one but two. That's why they win you the games. They do. And the other thing about um, the Horfrost is that with the Griff Charger bopping around, if I plan it that hey, this unit is going to be here, <laughs> I can make sure that um, I move him there if I want. Yeah. If to strategize, if yep. I. I need to. So, your game five. Oh, was again against Nathan, whom you oh had played earlier. Oh my gosh! So how did that feel going against Nurgle? I felt pretty good. I felt like okay, comfortable. Yeah, like I, I didn't think there were going to be any gotchas there. I, and I, in fact, I think I played Nathan in our league with the Glocken. I was terrified of the Glocken. Um, and so I'm going to take some liberties, uh, Nathan. Please forgive me if I misinterpreted your emotional state at some of these points, but. Uh, he'd set the Glotkin and some hero and some Blight Kings off to the side and said, oh, I'm, they're in reserve. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Deployed everything on the line. I'm like, yeah. And my plan wasn't to fight him. My plan was to get the hell away from the Glotkin because I knew it's slow and I'm fast and I didn't want to fight it. So I, my plan was to spend kind of the first half of the game running away, scoring non-combat related objectives. And the start of the turn... Nathan had this really big smile on his face. And he kept looking at the back quarter at the table. And then I looked over the Glotkin. I'm like, son of a bitch. And there was a hole in my back lines that you could put a Glotkin in. <laughs> and maybe a few other units. I had maybe. maybe a Blight King and then maybe a hero. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. So I'm like, well, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then I'm like... Because I was playing uh, God Seekers, and um, at the beginning of the battle round, before um, command points are issued, I can pick D3 units to make a D6 inch move. Rolled the dice, two units. Uh, I rolled, I think, the um, some slick blades. They moved an inch, didn't make a difference. I rolled a five for the contorted epitome. It scooched back and cock blocked Nathan out of coming in my back quarter. And I'm like, Oh, thank the Lord, because that would have been a game changer. Yeah. So I boxed him out there. I felt pretty clever. Um, so I gave myself a bit of a pat on the back. Um, and then we started playing, and I did just what I thought I was going to do. I fired out Geminids towards the um, um, Glotkin, so he couldn't like do anything funky, stopped issuing commands. Um, and so I just, the Geminids circled the Blight Kings and, um, the Glotkin. I ran away, um, and I was feeling pretty comfortable and pretty smug. I don't know if it was turn one into two or two into three when I double turned Nathan and I'm like, ha ha. That makes a huge difference in a game. I got double turned at the wrong time later in the game and that makes a huge difference i i prefer the two to three double if i can yes. get it yeah 
tends to be more stuff kind of in the right place. Right. Yeah. And I had everything lined up. I was going to just roll around in some gross dead stuff and just finish Nathan off in the sweetest way possible. And hubris paid me a visit. And I think I was on my third shooting unit, at which point I realized I'd completely forgotten my movement phase. Are you serious? Which is why uh, I don't need to worry about applying for the Team Canada AOS team, because I know those guys don't forget their movement phase. And I'm sitting there, and I looked down, and I looked at Nathan, and I'm like, I forgot to move. And I just, I looked up, and I was just, I can't even describe the emotions that were going through me. And Nathan's got to sit there quietly on the other side of the table, wondering, am I going to, like, melt down or flip the table or what's what's going to happen? And I kind of took a couple deep breaths and shook it off. And I'm like, all right, let's keep doing this. Uh, and I pulled it off, and I, I still managed to... Um, you guys had a very close game. Uh, we, we did, and I... Uh, that was the one where if, when a wizard dies, it blows up for the radius yeah. of its wounds, and I killed the keeper. And so that 18-inch um, pus bomb went off and uh, murdered Sloppity on his part, did a whole whack load of wounds. It was pretty gross, uh, pretty epic finale of the game. And uh, as you said, it was a fantastic experience. Um, again, what the hell was it? I think Nathan rolled four ones with his plague sword or something. Oh. Four ones. Ouch. And I, again, he handled it infinitely better than I handled three ones with my keeper. Well, I rolled a lot of um, ones and twos when my fulminators were fighting yeah, against no, 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 no. John. Oh, so. Four ones yeah, that's with not the good. swing. And oh. So, but that was it. You know, if I, get a, if I had to finish off the tournament uh, i'm glad it was with an opponent like nathan um, yeah uh and not just because i won but because he's he's a great oh, game so much fun yeah absolutely um i just wanted to add in there um that comparing john's list of seraphon to calvin's he didn't have quite as much magic mm -hmm. that uh, calvin John didn't had. have quite as much yeah right oh, okay so you know when i think about jesse and i think about calvin i think about john but what an amazing list to play games. I love playing against Seraphon. It's really interesting. It can be quite a different experience with their list, just like any other army, I guess. I I guess we'll move on to the sort of summarizing the uh, tournament. Um, I had gone in, and one of the things I wanted to do was like schmooze, network, um, and chat with folks. And I really wanted to play some folks, but out of town. Didn't happen that way. But nonetheless, I did get to chat with a bunch of folks. So who'd you chat with? Um... um Dale? D oh, we'll, we'll start with okay. Dale. So, uh, Dale is so much fun. I just love Dale. Yeah. We, and we didn't, I didn't, I, there's an interview with Dale. So, I, um, I got to chat with him, sort of reconnect. We didn't have a chance to talk very much when we first met. Uh, it was great to spend a little bit more t time chatting. Wonderful dude, as are the Warped Dice crew. Um, they're a badass bunch of dudes from the Lower Mainland. So, absolutely. Really want to try and hit their cake tournament in yes. February. Yeah. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, and his daughter's a cane army was beautiful. Oh, yeah, beautiful. His display board was amazing. I got to chat with uh, Nick Fortin, mm -hmm. uh, who um, has some pretty strong feelings about uh, tile and grout combinations. Mm. Ask Nick about that sometimes. Uh, white tile on a black grout. No bueno in, in Nick's humble opinion. 
Um, of course, Dayton and Nicole. Yeah, I got to chat yeah. with Dayton and Nicole. Uh, yeah, had had met and sort of uh, corresponded with Dayton a couple times. I wanted to get him on, but it just, man, that dude's hard to pin down. I don't know how Nicole does it, but uh, <laughs> how she wrangles that guy. But yeah, he's yeah. out there, so I couldn't he's quite get there. him in. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's okay. We'll cross paths again. I got no some doubt. more dice. And oh, the and so you know what? It's so their generous. dice. It's a dice that I got from Dayton at LVO that I rolled a lot of sixes yeah, on. Yeah, those dice are janky as hell. I didn't use the new ones, though. Um, I'll save those for the next uh, They have next so tournament. much swag. Um, yes. They are like they're like walking commercials for their podcast. Yeah, they have, absolutely. Uh, day one, they had so much stuff. So um, it just sort of, uh, again, inspired me as to with some directions that, that I think we can take dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, chatted with... Kenricks, um, please forgive me if I got. I could probably just. You, pull. you got around. Yeah, uh, yeah, we schmoozing there. Um, you know some, you know, in whatever in the beer line, just chatting. Um, what are some other, who are some other guys? Um, I was playing all the time. I didn't have as much time to socialize. Chatted a bit with Andy. Chatted with John. I uh, didn't realize John lived in town. Um, so chatted with him a bit. Um. Yeah, just generally tried to work the crowd. Um, I also wanted to talk to uh, Matthias, the guy who won. And um, he played in Team Canada, too. Yeah. Or in the I, world. That's, I kind of wanted... And so did Dayton. I wanted course. both their perspective. I wanted to ask some questions about that. Didn't get the chance, but um, there will be another day. I remember I was I was chatting with Coach, AOS Coach, after LVO. And I, you know, I, and he was saying how hard it is to chat with all the people you want to chat to. And I don't think I really understood that because there weren't a ton of people I wanted to talk to at LVO. Like, we didn't really know that many people. Yeah, We just want to go and have fun in our little group. But I know next, like, when we go in 2024, that's going to be a hell of a hard time because there's 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 already a a bunch of people people in my dance card that I want to chat with. Um, And, and like, I think this time I want to socialize with people more after the fact. Yes. and really like work it. So I'm I'm really excited about this new one. This felt like a mini LVO, honestly. Yeah, it did. It did. And you know, even during lunch hour, it was very nice. We had an hour, yeah, an hour just brought to up just to us to go and socialize. Yeah, I I love that. That was great. So final scores for the tournament. Um, I won four out of five games. <laughs> and get this. Oh my goodness. I placed sixth in the tournament out of forty two players. I was so on cloud nine. I just, I was like flying high. Oh my it gosh. amazing. She was just I mean, buzzing around the house when he got home. Just yeah, the kids wanted to talk jacked. and I'm just like, no, I can't. I need to just, I couldn't stop thinking about thunder. And, um, you know, like I just, it felt so good. And I felt like I'd accomplished quite a bit. I got 32. And Overall. Yeah. Out of 42. Yeah. Which is good. Thank you for patronizing me. So anyways, um, and then when we got the overall score, which included um, your score for the games, your painted army, yep. and um, your sportsmanship, I, I was fourth. I, I was fourth I out of places. 42. And <laughs> it, was, it was such a great feeling. It was amazing. Everyone loved the cookies I'd baked. I'd baked some um, Thunderbolt um, sugar cookies, and I had printed... Yeah, you, b- you baked your way to best sportsmanship score. I baked cookies. I went, and I, you know, had uh, the royal icing on there was purple and um, blue. Yeah. I took a picture of my Karazai, and I got labels printed. Yeah, so next they were time, I'm going to hand out, like, penis-shaped cookies <laughs> and see who wants to, like, chew on those. 
And then I got uh, Stormcast um, pendants that I put on the little bag. And I bought dice lollipops. Oh, yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah. So anyways, um, everyone loved the cookies. So that was so much. It was so wonderful. Yeah. I just... That was more me. Um, yeah, that was with the baking part, and I like things to look pretty. And yeah, uh, story behind those cookies. Um, Rome was busy icing them. What Friday night? Nice uh, Friday night, and and she's she's holding. What did you start it with? The purple. Yeah, yes. it was the purple. Uh, and she's she says, "Dude, I don't know if uh, I should swap colors, um, or just do them all purple on it." I'm like, "Dude, it's late. Just do them all purple." And like 30 seconds later, I heard smash. The bowl fell. The bowl hit the full floor and blew purple icing and razor sharp shards of glass. Everywhere. All over the kitchen floor. Yeah. Which did not make it into the It wasn't just purple icing. It's purple royal icing, which is a a lot stickier and runnier. Yes. Yeah. So So that's how I ended up with some blue ones. The story of the blue icing, the blue cookies, is a catastrophic icing incident on a Friday night. Yes. But what I'm going to do next time is have the cookies for um, my opponents and the tournament organizers and then bring a bunch for everyone else. Like just a platter of them. Yeah. No, I don't. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, know, I would have mind having a couple of kind of yeah. Exactly. So that's what I think I'm going to do for the for next um, For A couple of beer, a cookie would go down real nice. So I just want to mention also that. Um, oh, man, this is a long one. And we only have 7% left on the batteries. Okay, so we're almost done. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about um, my list again. I know that a lot of, it seemed like it was a bit of a shock for, um, I don't know, it, no one really reviewed my list. Oh yeah, when Alex uh, when Alex did it, I, and it was funny because I chatted with Alex. Uh, I chatted with yet. Alex too. So I said, oh Alex, can I get a picture? He's, and then I started talking about his um his, 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 review, he, his review. And he said, oh, I hope I didn't say anything bad. I said, no, you didn't say anything at all about my list and so at the end of the tournament um they were all talking about my list and i felt so proud when i came back and they were all surrounding my army and said how good it looked together it was so cohesive and that just meant so much to me dude in what like 10 months of playing uh you pulled off a score that i may never get uh let's let's face it um sportsmanship i try but i don't i don't bake cookies um it's not about cookies <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna put it down to cookies because uh, clearly i'm a bad sport uh i'm, I'm just try as i might i'm not that good at the game uh i'm okay painting if i can stop painting your army well you won two trophies uh, yeah oh yeah um yeah talk um, about that golden quickly. treeman um justin um, put on the golden treeman and uh, our mascot of our city for international listeners is a um a tree man called Mr. PG, Mr. PG, which makes us a little Sylvanethy in nature now that I think about it. Yeah, actually. Um, maybe he's like some, maybe he's Durthu. Maybe Mr. Maybe PG's is. fucking Durthu. Yeah, maybe. I'll <laughs> never look at him the same way again. Anyways, uh, so one of the local dudes here, just a gem of a human being, whom I first met at, at the last tournament, the right. Devils, Justin, uh, who just kind of walked into our life out of the blue, and uh, we don't ever want to get rid of now. Uh, put on this uh, fantastic painting competition, uh, had all, re- like, pretty much, you know, seemed to pull it together himself. He had um, f- um, fantastic little prizes. I've got, those are the first painting prizes I've ever won. 
So they are sitting there uh, in my painting table, sort of inspiring me to keep going. So yeah, I'm coming for gold next year. You better better do it again. So that was amazing. So you um, you had your gargant um, crushing a treeman for your for in the dual slash diorama category. Yes, you need to read better. <laughs> so, anyways, um, we uh, you know what our next podcast is going to be with all the interviews, but I think we may want to touch on this a little bit more again because I just feel I just have so much more to say. But again, thank you to all our. Um, all our opponents and everyone who came. Thank you so for nice coming to up. See well, everyone. I mean, we're not an easy place to get to. And uh, belt match. So Michael and Conan played. And then Conan won, so Conan has the belt. Yes, Conan is the current belt holder, and yes. we should be starting that Congratulations, Conan. Yes. Who so also went four and one with his uh, list that broke the Honest War Gamers po- uh, podcast this morning. He just could not, <laughs> Rob could not wrap his head around Conan's shenanigans. Oh my gosh. And then Michael, he was four and one. Yes, Mike went four and one too. Yeah. Yeah, so we had a, there were a couple of folks. Yourself included, who uh, made quite a yes, show. Yes, I'm just, I'm still riding that high. I just, 10 months in and I'm, I love it. And um, yeah. Well, I think there's I only one place to go but up. Five and right. oh. Five and oh, baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Because the no next pressure. one we're going to is Vegas. Yep. So uh, I expect an LVO title to fl- be flying home with us next year. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks so much. Um, dudes, it's... Oh, and I just wanted to do a shout-out to my Stormcast Eternals Facebook group that wished me a lot of luck for the tournament, and they thought my little goodie bag, you know, gifts were amazing. And, um, yep, so I will do a little... Blurb post, there? A blurb there. To I, yeah, I'm hoping we... I mean, n- not just because, you know, new listeners are fun, but uh, hopefully we dudes of sigmar stickers and all the swag bags and we networked so hopefully we pick a couple up a couple new listeners who um dig what the dudes are putting down and maybe we can get some more ideas and continue to network and meet all the fantastic age of sigmar people out there so thank you everyone for listening dudes of sigmar in and out and so it was that the dudes would continue their journey through the mortal realms forging ahead with a passion for the next great story. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, dudes.